So I think another day passes. Yeah. Um, or another two days. And I think it's full of... Egwene's got, like, a much better system for you, Duncan. Uh-huh. Suddenly and, like, things has, are really, like, yeah. things, like... But it, it's, it's helpful because, like... And you can also divide and conquer with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are really starting to move in. They're still not... People are still sleeping in the big stone. Yeah, yeah. Um, keep, because they're still not sure how to, like, keep everybody warm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but, Etni, what do you... What's your two days look like? Just give me a couple, like, a sentence. I feel like she's kind of tiptoeing around everybody a little bit like anybody who's willing to like speak with her she is trying to be helpful she is like hey like i know that i make fire with my hands but i also know how to sustain it so like here let me let me walk you through everything that you need you know it's all about balance blah 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 um but i feel like she is still really grappling with the fact that you know like the kids in a family may be understanding of her, but, like, the mom may be, like, get the fuck out of my house. Right. Um, right. So I feel like she's just kind of putting herself out there in such a way that she's just trying to figure out how to coexist. Yeah. You know who I think you spend a lot of time with? Egwene. Sure, but also the little leaves. <laughs> oh, probably. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah, they all yeah, love the me, I bet. They all love you. <laughs> yeah. And they're all kids, so they don't really get grasp the complexities of the things that mm-hmm. have happened. Right. Um... And they were there with you with the magic, so they mm-hmm. think you're just the goddamn coolest. Yeah. Um, so I think Egwene sends you on a lot of tasks with, with the them. Because, yeah. Yeah. like, nobody can get mad at you if you're surrounded by children. Exactly. I guess <laughs> Etni could also be, like, um, exploring the geothermal cave system and, like, Definitely. the hot springs. Definitely. And the sort of, like... Yeah. I feel like when everybody's, like, gathered, like, in the keep, like, for, like, dinner time and stuff, Etni's never the, really there. Do you go to the caves during the daytime? Yeah. They're blocked by a big stone door. Door? Yeah covered in in um runes um but they're done in the way that like you and thorn use the same runes to perform rituals exactly yeah. but he had like a way of like writing them that was like clearly an orcish dialect right it's the same dialect Interesting. Um, so you don't read them quite as well yeah i feel like i, I grasp that you know it's a seal yeah. it's a you know i'm like Damn. <laughs> yeah but you can feel warmth on, right. like, on the door too mm-hmm. um cool so about two days later I don't know where 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 are Duncan and Etney when Egwene comes running up to them with news. Where are we? Where are um, we? Yeah, where are you guys? Just I'm imagining you together, but like, <clears throat> like I think it's early morning. Are we trying to like establish like a new square or something like that? I think we're clearing out the ruins that we can clear out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're like anything that can't be used. We're salvaging all the material. So there's oh, there's so little, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we we're doing that. The farms are being like re planted and re-hoed and set Trying up and Trying to clear stuff. as much snow so, as you can. Yeah. 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 So we're and outside-ish then, of town. Yeah. And the, the keep is slowly being rebuilt. Even yeah. though it wasn't that damaged, but yeah. it's like being like... Repurposed. Yes, repurposed. Yeah. Um, so Egwene comes running up um, out of breath. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, there's people coming. Really big people. What do you mean um, really big people? Giants. Like, like, and she's like, like seven, eight feet tall. What? Oh, um, actual, I was joking, giants. <laughs> um, Penny, you've met people yeah. who are seven or eight feet tall. Exactly. Um, are, there, oh. were, there were two women. Um, that, like Also think, seven and eight feet tall? Uh, one of them was almost eight feet tall. She had a big axe. Oh, no. Um, tusks. Ah. Uh, green skin. Ah. Orcs? Are those orcs? Like, she's really nervous. <laughs> I feel like Penny, like, holds, like, one of her hands with, like, both of her hands and says... Uh-huh. 
I'm sure that they won't be violent, but they may be angry. Uh, yeah, I don't really orcs. know anything about orcs. Egwene, get the children, the families, into the keep. Okay, so she's gonna go do yeah. that. Any yeah. man of they're coming. They're coming near the like, and she like points towards where they're coming. From. <laughs> yeah. Um, what were you gonna say? Um, I guess we get. I mean, we don't really have any. We don't have an army at all. No. I mean, nope. I, I guess we got a couple farmers and a couple like men and Greg and men and together. women of fighting age. Like Ambers. I think and Ambert are there. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Of course they're there. Yeah. Yeah. There's like you get like 15 of them. Um. And so, like, you're meeting them at, like, there's no, like, direct path into town because of right. how, like, everything got mm-hmm. landed down. So I think you meet in, like, the ruins because sure. it's a clear space. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are one, two, three, four, um, five, six, seven, ten. There are about ten orcs. And, Etni, you recognize four of them? Meridian, I'm assuming. Yeah, so Meridian is there. Um, she's almost eight feet tall, um, huge flowing brown hair, braided back, she's got a big axe, Mm -hmm. um, there's another orc woman on her arm, who you recognize, you never met her, but, like, you're like, I think that's her wife, Mm -hmm. I think that's... Like, that's a face. Yeah, you saw her at Mm -hmm. the, at the, um, when you visited Scalesong, but you never met her. Right. Um, there's Pond, Mm -hmm. um... I love Pond. Uh, the, uh, the orcish, Scalesong's current ritualist. Love um, him. He's he's only like six feet tall, and suddenly you're realizing like, oh my god, Pond is small. He's a small boy. Like he is tiny. Relatively I am also speaking. small boy. Yeah, small, just a yeah. Small small he, he's he's a little bit shorter than Duncan, and oh, he's wow. considered very small. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. Um, there is a very old orc man, like like very old, like big white hair, braided beard, um, okay. huge tusks, like. Um, Curly almost. Almost, yeah. Ooh. And then one person you really wish you'd, he wasn't here. Uh, Thistle. <laughs> yeah, I need Thistle to be there. Thistle's there leading like what is essentially an orcish honor guard. Okay. Um, this one sucks. And uh, Meridian like pats her her wife's hand. Yeah. Steps forward and she says. She's, like, clearly about to do, like, a very formal address and then, like, locks eyes with Etna. <laughs> and she, like, like, you can see her, like, clench her fist and then, like, unclench it, like... Oh, and just, like, rippling muscle. Yeah. Like, she's, she's strong. She's strong. Um, she's, like... Um... Who's your chiefess, Etna? Uh... That would be... Uh, I mean, do you mind? She, like, looks at Duncan. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is looking at me, like, everyone from the village. (laughs) Oh, me? I'm the... Okay. I am the chiefess. (laughs) I think she just, like, she's like, um... All right, um... Okay, uh... Who... Where's Thorn? Etni's face, like, she can't even, like... You know Thorn? Oh, wait, no. I think she, like... You know what I think I say? <laughs> I think I say, you knew Thorn? Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> I think she, she, um... Man, I don't know if she catches that, because that could mean before he left, yes, right? Yeah, that's true, yeah. Maybe she doesn't, and maybe that's the point. Yeah. Oh, no. 
She's like, yes, he left my village a year and a half ago. Two years ago, maybe? He, he and I were very close. Oh, you're Meridian! Yes. <laughs> and you are Duncan Selmy? Oh, you know me! The Nevernight. <clears throat> yeah, or no, pa- not the Nevernight. I don't say when, the Nevernight. When I hate that says, When she says his, your name, Pond looks down and blushes, like, really hard. Because um, I don't know if you remember, but they spied on you guys. Right. And that's how she already knows who you are. Right. Well... Clearly you're his friends. Where where is he? He wouldn't have He wouldn't have let this happen w- without him. Oh where is And I feel like Meridian like is just like staring at Edney. Yeah, Edmund. staring at Edney. <laughs> yeah. Meridian Thorn helped get us here but he he didn't get to see it what do you mean did the spell have to be done from two sides I I don't know I don't know your customs and I apologize if it's disrespectful but we Thorn did your village proud and we everyone here is in an immense debt to him we don't have much to offer but um, we're cooking a feast and and we'd love it if you joined us this evening and we can discuss more then I think that's assuming you come on peaceful terms we mean no no harm. And no offense. Why are you talking like he's dead? Is he dead? He's dead. Who's at fault? And I think she like starts stepping across this like there's been like a space between you right. guys. Uh-huh. She's stepping across and like reaching for her, her axe. I mm-hmm. think everyone sort of bristles a little bit. Yeah, everybody's like you're you're like, oh, god, oh, god, behind oh, god. you are bristling with their their pitchforks and uh-huh. stuff. But they look um, like they're about to shit themselves. Oh yeah, this, yeah. This eight foot tall woman is like <laughs> about to kill somebody. Um, and she's just like who who did <laughs> whose fault is this? The man who did it is dead. Thorn killed him. I think, like, her wife comes up and puts, like, a hand on Meridian's shoulder. Yeah. Um, and she, like, shrugs it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and is, like, looks like she's about to, like, turn and, like, yell at you guys. And, like, yeah. break whatever negotiation was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, when the old orc um, taps his staff on the ground and, mm. like... His eyes and veins glow white for a moment. And he says, You will not disrespect the last thing my son did. Oh, dear. We would be happy to share a meal with you. My name is Wicker. And, like, they come into the keep. Wow, okay. Oh, dear. What do you guys do? Because, like, I feel like we can, like, cut to Uh the whole feast happening. Yeah. Egwene's there, your mother's there. Uh-huh. Everybody's like around and like at the front of the table, like, you know, 
I think it's Meridian Pond Wicker and you guys. Mm -hmm. I think her wife, whose name you get introduced, her name's Skua. Skua. Um, and Thistle are in the middle of the table and are. Skua is like very charming. She's very, very, very petite. She's less than six feet tall. Holy crap! Um, and um, really fine featured for an orc. <laughs> um, so she's she's actually mingling well with with people around. And like the whole meal, Etni. Anytime you look up, Thistle is eyeing you. Like, mm-hmm. like just he hasn't said anything, but he's watching uh-huh. you. Um, I imagine once again Duncan is a little <clears throat> oblivious. Yeah, like absolutely. he's joking with Pond. Yeah, yeah. Wicker's telling him a story. Mm-hmm. Meridian's wife seems to be nice to him. They're like, yeah, definitely. Yep. You feel bad for Meridian. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it takes a while for Meridian to like calm down. So what do you guys say? Like, what's... Do you explain to her the situation? Well, I want to ask how they found us. Um... So, Pawn... I think Pawn's the one who answers this. Is Well, we all felt it. An immense amount of magical force rocketed through all of Saren and then landed here. In the Serpent's Back. So we all felt it. Um, and then I scried and saw you, Etni... Um, and Duncan, and we assumed that something really terrible must have happened and that Thorn brought people here. Um, we've already discussed a bit with, um, with, uh, the, the other chiefesses, and, um, well, uh, we need to debate on whether or not you're allowed to stay. Um, for the, for the time being, for the next two weeks, um, you're more than welcome to be here, um, Nobody's gonna inflict violence on you. We promise. But um, after two weeks, well, then we'll we'll have a verdict for you. We were hoping Thorn was with you, and that we would take him to uh, speak on your behalf. Um, and Meridian will have to recuse herself from the discussion, unfortunately, as she's biased. And like you can <laughs> see her like slam a knife into her meal. Like she was like drinking. <laughs> yeah, and that's like, biased. She. <laughs> Um, and, uh, so, well, I mean, and then, like, Wicker interrupts Thistle. We have a plan. Uh, Neither of you will be allowed to speak as you are not members of our community as of yet. Um, but we do not know your story. There is a ritual. Pond and I could perform it, take Thorn's memories, and Th- Pond could speak on the behalf of your community. If that is amenable to you. I feel like Edney kind of is like taken aback at the thought of like Thorn coming back because over the past few days she's like really put it to bed. Like even the even the concept of him coming back even a little bit is like really jarring to her and i think duncan says i think he says we buried him i think meridian like like you know how sometimes people when they're pissed off will run their 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 tongue over their teeth Mm -hmm. like under their mouth like um i think she does like that sort of thing but with tusks i don't know exactly how that Uh works but like you can clearly sign like like maybe like a lot that might not have been the thing to do like maybe don't 
like maybe they do cremation. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. um, it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. And she's like, "It's fine. You did the best you could." Um, and Thistle's like, "He was orc kin. He, the Great Serpent will find him either way." He's with the Great Serpent. He's. You can still see him. Where did you bury him? I, I again. I'm. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't know the names of everything. But and she kind of like gestures like behind her. Um, that that peak with the. I think he breathes in like. Uh-huh. <sighs> <laughs> with the crystal, we. You didn't know. No, I don't know oh, anything. Shit. Were we not supposed to do that? No, but. My god told me it was the thing to do. Your god is not our god. You are forgiven for that. There are a couple of other requirements for your staying here over the next two weeks. I, and Wicker like puts his hand over his chest, I will be staying here as your ritualist. Okay. And to serve the Chiefess Duncan, uh, <clears throat> I have to add that to my titles. <laughs> <laughs> Chiefess of New Lone Tree. You will need to heed my instructions going forward. Yes. You will honor our ground. As I said earlier, we will copy his memories. And Pond will testify on his behalf. And Pond nods like vigorously, mm-hmm. like I'll do a good job, I promise. Mm-hmm. We all loved Thorn. And he like he's gesturing to like him, Meridian, and Pond. If this is the last thing he did, then we'll try and make it happen. Is there anything else we should know about my son's death? I and, and this is myself trying to learn more. Does where does where we buried him? Does that have any effect on the ritual? Yeah. Everything has an effect on the ritual. Okay. It's no different than if you had buried him next to the river. We just have to put different runes down. Okay. Might take a little longer just because we're carving into the crystal, but I will be of any help I can. I I, I put him there and I will as your ritualist and this and Wicker is like gets a little more serious right I have some personal requests for the pair of you and I assume you've told him the whole story yeah yes. like, everything like, every, as much detail as possible yeah. yeah everything we know about him yeah everything we went through with him yeah and the story of how you got here, right? Because like mm-hmm. they're they're your lawyers, right? Like <laughs> yeah. you need to be real honest with them. <laughs> yeah. um, now we told them literally the whole process. <laughs> cool. Um, Pond is our public defender. Wigger's <laughs> <laughs> like, I have personal requests for the both of you, Miss Jasper. You are not to perform any rituals here without my express permission. And supervision. Do you understand me? Our ley lines are sacred and I will not have you burning them. Do you... This is not a debate. I didn't even want to burn the tree. Good. 
sell me. Sir? I would like to reforge your sword. I would rather you not be wielding the weapon of a man who killed my son if I am to serve you. Will it lose its properties? I will change its properties. Oh. <clears throat> Duncan unbuckles his sword. Thank you. And hands it over. You may be involved with that process if you would so desire. Okay. We'll stay here tonight and then... Well, they'll stay here tonight. I live here now. And in the morning they'll take off. The deliberation will take some time. So, are there any scenes you want to have with any of these characters while they're here? Um, before I think Eddie and need a scene. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Where do you catch her? Because they're like... all staying, they're all sleeping, like, the, the stone keep has many levels, like four sure. floors, and mm -hmm. they have taken the top floor. The orcs have just kind of taken that. Mm -hmm. um, where do you catch her, I guess? Is it that night? Is it in the morning? I feel like it's that night. Okay. Is um, it late? Yeah. Like, most of the villagers are, like, settling down for the evening? Yes. Okay. Like, not a lot of people would be around. Yeah. Um, I feel like Meridian's, like, right outside the keep, but, like, leaning on the keep. Yeah, yeah. And, like, looking at the mountains. I th Yeah, I think Meridian is staring up at the peak of the mountain, particularly. Yeah. And I think as you're approaching her, um, Skua, like, accidentally bumps into you and, mm -hmm. like... She, like, graciously says, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, and then, like, walks away. But she, when she bumped into you, she had the look on her face of just being very, very frustrated. Mm, okay. In that way that you can be just very frustrated with your partner. Indeed. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like Edney looks at her, and it's not like she feels like she's taking Meridian by surprise. Meridian knows no. she's there. Yeah. But she's just kind of, like, taking her, and she, like, gulps a little bit. And, like, shakes it out a little bit. <laughs> And then goes forward. So, what... What is that mountain called? Doesn't have a name. None of these mountains have names. It's the serpent's back. It's just the serpent. It's all part of the same thing. Can I ask you a question, Etni? Yeah. What makes you and... That Duncan man, so fucking special. You should have been home. But he died on some godforsaken bridge. Away from me. Meridian. Thorn, as you're more than aware, was difficult and complicated and very good weather he could ever think so himself. Um, I 
that's why he is more special than Duncan and I. We're not special because we get to keep living. He's special because he realized himself and it had to be away from you and I'm very sorry. Okay. Okay. I know it's late. Will you take me? And he like immediately like deeply nods. Yes, I yes, I would I would really love to. I think we could probably cut there. Yeah. Do you want any scenes before? I don't know if there's any, because I never really interacted with the orcs before. True, true. So I don't think I have as deep a connection yeah. as Etni does. So yeah. I think I'm just managing my people. I'm making them feel as welcome as they're willing to feel welcomed. I like the image of you breaking up a fight between Goldwyn and Thistle, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, or not breaking up a fight, but like they're having a drinking contest yeah. that is like this close to going too far. Right. And you just like stop it before it yeah, yeah. goes any further. Um, so I think the next day, um, you all go back up to the, to the gravesite mm-hmm. and sit with Pond and Thistle who do the ritual. Um, and it's really mundane. Like, I don't know how else to say it, but like after a lot of the magic we've seen lately, like mm-hmm. they're just like, they, they carve some symbols in, into the, into the, the crystal on the ground and they put their hands in the circle, both of them, their veins glow. And then, um, like all the 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 runes disappear, um, and then Pond passes out for an hour, and then he wakes up and he has all of Thorne's memories. And so, like, so we're all just sort of hanging out for yeah. an hour while he like lays against the yeah. crystal. And then um, I think when he wakes up, and this is a, this is a little funny. I think he starts looking at Meridian a little differently. Oh no! Like, it's not a ritual where he gets specifics. He has right. he get, it's he, all or nothing. He gets right. it, you get it all. Yeah. That's like, really funny. Like, he breathes heavily. Uh, I feel weird. <laughs> weird. This is weird. <laughs> um, and I think outside of uh, Wicker, mm-hmm. they all um, depart. And I think, But I think Pond bows deeply to you both mm-hmm. um, and, like, holds both of your hands. And he says, I promise. I promise. I'll do everything I can. I know, Pond. Thank you. And then um, I ask Pond. I'm like, did we mean a lot to him? Because he meant a lot to us. I think... I think Pond just starts crying. Oh. It's like... He, like, looks, he looks over his shoulder. Mm-hmm. And, like, the rest of the group is, like, leaving. Mm-hmm. And he leans down and he says... Etni, it was you and Meridian. He couldn't imagine a world without you, Duncan. That's why he did it. And then he leaves. Um, so I think we can, we can cut ahead to a week later. Okay. Um, you've agreed to meet with your friend Tograph at the library. You're going to pick him up from his library mm-hmm. and you're going to go down to the into the city itself that surrounds the palace and you're going to go to the docks, to Docks Pub, which is a pu- open air pub on the dock. It's beautiful. It's, it's like, beautiful. It's, it's like a beach time. Yep. 
And it's like, and oh, it's so good. So like, you're heading to the library. You get like spritz a little bit. You kind of sit out there and watch. It'll be great. Watch some it's kite so surfers good. or something or yeah. whatever kite. Yeah, kite surfers could exist. Sure. Reasonably. People were surfing for a long time in Hawaii. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so you you know you kind of sit out there, you watch the surfers, yeah. and, you know have have a few drinks with your friends. So you're heading limes. to Tograf's to Tograf's <laughs> um, library. Um, do you have the spear with you? And it's a week later, like. Uh, yeah, I think, well, I think, uh, part of Brungar, I think just in general, I think it's kind of an effect of the weapon, but it's also just like his like want to have it with him all the time. I think he feels like, yeah, it's not completely there when he doesn't have him on him. So he's like, gotta have it on him, but I think he's got it split into like hanging at his waist. Yeah. Separate holsters instead of like, you know, the over really like gaudy spear, like Like, hanging on his back. That's hard to get through doorways, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, maybe when on your horse, you can like keep it together and like sort of like a side sort of like, yes, but, exactly. Um, so there's a, so it's the, it's the family library, the, which is like the biggest library for like maybe a hundred leagues in any direction. And, um, your friend Tograph is the, um, he's the, he's the, uh, you know, the, he's in charge of it. And Tograph, he's a, he's a dwarf. He's maybe like mid seventies. Um, so he's not really that old. Um, but he's got this like huge silver, st- you know how some people have like a silver streak, like really young like yeah. at 20, he had got one right in the middle of his beard and he just like, instead of like freaking out about it and trying to dye it or something, he just owns it. Like that's yeah. his thing. Like he's like, so he's got like red on one side, silver red, and he's kind of like got like a big braid and he just wants to like show it off and like any amount of gray he gets now, he also He's like shows the only up. dwarf. He is the only dwarf. So he's dwarf already role. just like a magnet for attention. Yeah. So he just, he owns it and, and he's, um, he's quite brilliant. Um, he's, he's, uh, he's the librarian. Um, he's kind of the master of, um, battlefield tactics, um, and war history. Um, he also kind of has a personal love of like fiction and myths. Um, mostly because he likes to write his own stuff. Um, which I don't think he's ever actually shared with you. I think you've stolen a couple of pages here and there just to read what he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he's like very, he's very private about it. Um, but the real reason you're friends with Tograph, and correct me if I'm wrong about any of this, is that Tograph, um, his last name is um, Goodfaith, um, which he's actually the nephew of the king of Aldorf, um, one of them. And he, he lives in Anto under your father's rule, and in his house, mostly as not not exactly as like a political prisoner or anything, but he's there diplomatically all the time, basically. As yeah, a he remind- was like raised there. Yeah, he's, he's raised like, there. Yeah. He's he's there to hold the peace a between. Si- yeah, he's like a the- symbol of an alliance. Yes, he is, and kind of he's also an outsider. He's he was at the ball. He's at, at nearly every noble thing. He's usually at the family dinners, but like you, he's not. He's not expect. He's not going to inherit anything from the family he's yeah. lived with his whole life. Yeah. Turns out you did by weird chance, but like, I'm, I'm not expecting anything else. No, no, yeah. this is like, yeah, like Fenland's going to inherit. So you and Telegraph kind of became close. Um, so you come in and he's like putting books away, um, and like probably shooing some like wannabe enchanter out of the library, just being like closing. Closing time. I am in need of a drink. Get out of my library. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he like shoes him up and you can hear like a clang as he like closes like the locks on the books. And he turns and he's like, Brim, haven't seen you in Togra. days. It's good to see you. How are you feeling? Well, 
walk with me, walk with me. Walk About as good as you could expect. <laughs> so, like, we're, we can do this conversation and just, I, I'd love to, for everyone who's listening to, like, imagine, like, leaving castle walls, walking down yeah. streets, and, like... And should we give a description of the, of the yeah, castle yeah. itself? So, the castle is a strange building. Um, it's split in half. One half is built of black, smooth stone. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly symmetrical, uh, hard angles, easily defensible, and then, like... Like, some mad person stitched two castles together. The other is made out of weird enchanted wood that is, like, twisted and grown and is also as hard as stone and can Mm -hmm. be defended and won't burn or anything. But, like, and, like, the story goes is that some of the original uh, breakwaters, there were brothers who fought over the design of the castle. um, And one died before it could be finished and the other finished it their way. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And the castle backs up to the, it backs up to the cliff. And in front of it is kind of, you know... Um, like waves of houses and things like that. And then there's the outer wall and then there's a few houses scattered in the outer wall going into the Aspen Grove, the Mm -hmm. massive Aspen Grove that sits outside the castle wall. Yeah. And then there's like a road that goes down and along the way that's where like the vast majority of people live. Yeah. And then there's also a boardwalk that goes below the castle. It's like the port area. It's all sitting up on basically cliffs. Right. And so then there's the the bay where the ships come in. And so it's like city around the the docks and then kind of up this one main road in like a snaky line into the castle and it kind of balloons out again. Yes, exactly. Um, So you guys are walking down the road and like there's people on carts and... Does Telegraph know about the spear yet? Yes. Okay. He does. He knows. He partially invited you out in that way that friends sometimes do, where something kind of big happens in their life, and yeah. you're like, "You need a break, man. Come get a drink with me." Yeah, <laughs> like that sort yeah. of thing. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Telegraph's doing right now. Okay. Like he's he's trying to get you out of the. You're training every day, both with your father and by yourself, and he's like, "You need to get out of the goddamn house." Like <laughs> that's kind of the thing he's doing right now. Perfect. And I think you and Telegraph go into the city more often than your siblings or your father do. Oh, almost It's not that your family's particularly distant. I think there are other trees that are like, you never see the nobles like... In the city. If they're in the city, we're in trouble. Like... (laughs) Yeah, and I think that part of the reason they don't go is because they don't want to be mobbed when they're out there. Right. Like, and so you and Telegraph go and you're kind of more the faces. Like, I think often more people associate you two with the ruling family of their city and their surrounding lands than with the actual people who do. Yeah. So I think you guys probably both have to, like, as you're walking down, kind of, like, glad hand your way down, like, shake people's hands. And, yeah, like, exactly. Um, but as you're going, you're having this conversation. He's like, so, spear. I uh, didn't see that coming. Spear. And I, uh, I take it out. I take it out of my holster and I connect it together. I'm like... I uh, don't really know how to use it yet, and I kind of start <laughs> trying to like twirl it and do like fancy things, and I immediately almost drop it. And yeah, <laughs> cash. I'm like, so, oh, I better put that away. Like, well, I mean, there's not many of them. They're odd weapons, you know. And he's like, sort of going into like military history about. It. He's like, it's not really good for a charge. It's you know, it's kind of a one-on-one sort it's of weapon. Practical it's, for fighting in small areas. Luckily, this one does split, which true. solves that problem. On the other hand, it is also like it is show of a skilled warrior if they can use it, but it's not worth mass producing. So then it gets trained on even f- more infrequently. So, like he's basically going point. over why this is not actually a great weapon and why there's not like they're not mass produced. They're like very showy sort yeah. of things, and like he's like, I don't know, it's sort of thing from like an era long past. That makes me feel a lot better. Thanks, Toga. Anytime. <laughs> um, well, that's not even the main issue. Well, what's the main issue? 
Fen? Yes, of course. Yeah. You know how he can be about these these things, and I'm acting like it's a small thing. It's obviously a massive thing. He fully expected to get it. We all knew that. Yeah, well, I mean, sparring sessions with him, especially because I'm using a spur now, have been, uh, or a spur, (laughs) a spear now, have been, uh, Quite brutal, to say the least. But you're also training. And he shows him like massive bruises all over <laughs> yeah. his body. Because I mean, he still spars with his brother, but you know, his brother has not been taking it easy yeah. on him when no, he doesn't probably know how the to opposite. use the weapon. Yeah. <laughs> and and Telegraph is like, well, you're also training with your father. Yes, that Private, has been. Like, how's that? It's been good. He's a very skilled combatant. Um, and you should have seen him when he was younger. Really. Yeah. So, so Tograph's been around for is seventy three, and your father's about a hundred, right? Yeah. So Tograph's been ar- was around and alive through your father's adolescence, ad- adolescence yeah. and heyday, also. Yeah. So you, you're. <laughs> so I get some old war yeah. stories. Yeah, you get some stories, and and like you guys eventually get to the get to the bar, and you see like the the surfer, like the boat people yeah. on boats, like and the kind of kind of the noises of the bay behind us, like yeah, inside, like a little cave and alcove area yeah like and so out. like there are swimmers like they set down like kind of pretty light beers in front of you like yeah. um and it's and it's very friendly like people know you and they know that you're important but they also don't treat you like you're important either. yeah um and like and Tograph's like and how's Fenland taking the fact that um well how is he how's he taking the fact that you also get to train with your dad um well, I don't know. It's kind of hard because uh, in between swings, it's difficult for me to ask him, you know, how his feelings separate uh, and his anger towards me separates between me getting the spear and me getting to train with uh, our father. So, you know, it's kind of, it's a little difficult, honestly, to ask him in between getting hit by a sword. Sure, sure. And dinners have been more Dad's. pleasant in the past. I must say that. I mean, Has Sinna started training with your brother instead while, while you're with your dad? No, I I still continue to train with my brother. In fact, uh, I don't actually have to train with my brother, but it's it's something I choose to do um, because I think you're gonna just be a pile of bruises. You're training with your older brother and your younger brother and your father, all of whom who are currently better than you while while you're using that weapon. That's true. Well, Cinna, I can I'm starting to be able to hold my own against. It's mostly footwork, that which boy is something is good that you never lose. He is good with the hammer and. Let me tell you, he got me real good on the inner thigh the other day. It was not, not a, <laughs> not a fun blow. I must say my say so myself. And how's your sister? She's doing well. Um, you know, about as uh, uh, overbearing as ever. Sure. In the best way possible, of course. Any prospects for any of you, uh, <laughs> marriage-wise? Well, um, is Fenlin still messing around? <laughs> Yes, Fen is um, being Fen, of course. I think you know eventually he'll kind of come around, or uh, he's going to. Father have to. will exile her, or something in between there. <laughs> but one way or another, he will eventually probably find his way out of it. Uh, via, I've, I tend to stay out of that conversation unless I'm specifically invited into it. And myself, um, I've been quite busy getting smacked by swords and hammers and spears and. Trust me, the Another other kind of variety. getting smacked is much more fun. You should look into it. <laughs> I'm doing my best. <laughs> I think that's a great place to like. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> I think the rest. Of, I think the rest of the conversation, like, 
uh, it you know it slowly shifts to like you know just friendly yeah, banter just stuff. Like, he, like that. He got his you check know, like in the, on his friend. He wanted to make sure you were okay, and now we can be the general like chat with the library. Us yeah. probably failing to pick up like a couple girls at the bar. <laughs> Mostly because they know you're both kind of royal, and that is a lot of business they do not want to get Yeah, into. exactly. They're like, yeah, I gotta... Don't want to get... Tough crap. No. Back to the level one podcast. We are here for the role playing, not so much much the the rolling. If you couldn't tell. (laughs) Crap. Jeez, Louise, why can't we have started with that? This is. That was an hour of my goodness. Welcome no, back. We, we needed that. Oh, it's good to be back. It's Thank so you. good. Thank you. It's just so good. I missed you guys. Yeah. I missed this. We missed you a lot. So I'm Dane. I am your GM this season. <gasps> Whoa! Um, leaving the character of Thorn No Tusks behind. Officially. Rest in Officially. peace. Rest in peace, Thorn No Tusks. Um, to my right, I have. I there's it's Will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, which means so is my favorite fictional man that lives inside my brain, Duncan Selmy, the brave, the never knight, knight of Lone Tree, the Chief green, Des. and now Chief Des of New Lone Tree. <laughs> He's going to do the best he can, and we'll see how that all shakes out. I'm yeah, so glad yeah. to be back, though. This we're, is great. We're yeah. thrilled to have you back. And to my right. Hello, it is me, Taylor, and I'm playing Etni Jesper once again. It feels good to be back. I've done a lot of voices over the past two seasons, so it's nice yeah. to just talk in my own voice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, let's continue on. Yep. So... We've got two weeks before the rest of the orcs, before Meridian and Pond and all of them return, with news on whether or not Lone Tree can stay po- properly. Ah. Um, I think I have a quick question, which is, Duncan, is that common knowledge amongst mm, the 400-odd Lone Tree citizens that maybe in two weeks they are going to have to pack up and leave? And, um, like, actually leave their homes. Or something will happen. Is that, is that common knowledge? Because it, it, orcs showed up, you had a talk, yes. and now you have an orc who is Who's now who follows you around everywhere, <laughs> and like the only other person who does that with you is Egwene. Uh-huh, and I don't want people to panic. Right. Yeah. I think transparency, transparency might be the best route. Okay. Yep. Um, I think people handle it about as well as expected. Yes. Which is with, some, with, a, with a lot of grumbling, uh-huh. and a lot of like, this is my house, I'm not going to... Leave it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What the I brought it all the way over here. Like <laughs> I brought it. As yeah, right. They, they did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bitches. Um. So is the two weeks um like actually getting people in like really into their homes? Yes. Because I think one thing that Wicker does bring immediately is he's like, okay, this is how you keep your house working. Uh-huh. He like he like the like the chiefesses were like they're political and military leaders. Um, ritualists, they do day-to-day maintenance, mm-hmm. magic, and religion. So mm-hmm. he actually, in some ways, he ran an orc village for like 30 years. Mm-hmm. Right. So between him and Etni's fire magic, I think people are living in their homes now. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and I think most of like the rubble and debris is gone. Yeah. And people have fences. They have gardens. They mm-hmm. have like it's starting to look like a town. Spring is finally starting to be here. Yeah. Um, it still snows occasionally, but like mm-hmm. people it's like are Colorado. Doing <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, the first thing I want I'd like to point out, and this is a thing that we. We can get into a little bit more later, but um, over these next two weeks, both of you start having dreams, mm-hmm. and it's the same dream every night. Um, you have different dreams, but mm-hmm. each of you have the same uh, same, same recurring over. dream yeah. ourselves. Um, Etni, every night when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. you find yourself walking across a lake of molten mercury, creepy, with volcanoes around every edge, um, and then you start sinking, and you sink and you sink, and then you wake up. That's a recurring theme in my dreams. Not recurring, it's nightly. And it's the only dream you have now. But like that sinking sensation, I've had yes, that before. that is returned. Oh dear. Oh, but now it's weird! Yeah. Oh, oh is no! That the, is that the nightmare you had in Naperville? Similar. Similar, I sunk underneath the ground. Oh. Uh, meanwhile... <laughs> uh, uh, Duncan, every night when you go to sleep, you are having these dreams where you're always wandering through... What something what appears to be maybe maybe a bathhouse or a healing house or a greenhouse, uh, but it's abandoned. It looks like it's abandoned, been abandoned for thousands of years. But also, it's not totally ruined, and you can hear voices singing, laughing. Um, but you can never find them. Hmm. So, uh, is it eerie? Am I scared? Or no, I just... you are deeply comforted. Okay, it's like coming home. Oh, wow. Just can't find them. Etni's yours is terrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's whatever. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to the Intermission here on the Level 1 Podcast. You're here with me, Dane, in the Intermission. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to us that you listen to our show. We spend a lot of time and energy making it happen, and we love making it for you. So thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow us, you can follow us at level underscore podcast on Twitter. That's where you'll find maps uh, and updates about the show. You can also send us questions at level1pod at gmail.com. That's level1pod at gmail.com. Uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you found us if you haven't already. Uh, it helps us with visibility and helps new people find the show. And since the main thing we're doing is building an audience, that's the best thing you can do to help us out if you like our show. Thanks, as always, to Sage Latora and Adam Kobel, who designed Dungeon World, uh, Chris Wilson, who designed the Elementalist playbook, Peter Johansson, who designed the Warlord and Baron playbooks. Uh, additional thanks to TabletopAudio.com for creating all the soundscapes you hear on the show. Go check them out. They'll help your tabletop role-playing experience as a GM. The Quiet Year was designed by Avery Alder, and music was by Dane Fogdahl. Well, that looks to be just about it for the intermission. Uh, we're here for the role-playing, not so much the rolling. Let's get back to the show. Etnies, yours is terrible. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's whatever. <laughs> um, where do we want to pick up over these two weeks? Because I want to, I there's a couple things I want to hit, but I also want to make sure you guys are, um, are, are getting into things you want to, want to see. Um, we could start with Wicker giving you guys a tour of the caves. That'd be sick. Because he knows how to open those doors. Yes, right. that would be great. So I think he takes uh, Duncan, Etni, Egwene, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's probably the group he takes. Because yeah. like, very clearly to him, it's like, this is the this These is the are the haunchos. These are the haunchos. <laughs> like, he's very intuitive. Yeah. So he's like, mm, that golden and amber, 
Yeah, fuck so they guys. were clearly in charge and not anymore. Yeah. And like <laughs> for a reason. Yeah. yeah. Not gonna dip my toe and in that like, pool. He comes up and he just like taps on it like like almost nothing. <laughs> and like the door just sort of swings open. Okay. Um and I wanna describe this door a little bit more. Is like so there's it's like a big cave mouth entrance. There's the door and like um it's a big double door. Mm. Um and on one half, the left half, there's water that runs out. Um that is I would call it lukewarm. Interesting. But very fresh. Sure. And that becomes the river. And then there's the path, which <laughs> leads directly to the to the keep. Um, and you, when you go inside, it never gets dark. Hmm. Um, because when you step in, it's entirely hollow. Um, in the center, there's a big hot spring um, lake, which is warm enough, um, but it doesn't burn, it doesn't scald. And the crystal at the top takes in the light, refracts it, and bends oh, it around, wow. and you Tight. see what is, like, enough fields, like, with rich soil to feed more people than are in Lone Tree. Bonkers. Also, this was abandoned for 30 years, so it's overgrown. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Wicker walks up and picks a tomato. Mm-hmm. Like, it's wild, and it's all grown over, but most of it's food. There, are, There's an apple orchard in one corner, and then, mm-hmm. you know, like, raspberry bushes over there, and, like potatoes growing wild next to the pumpkins and they're like fighting it out right like he's like we can put whip this into order i feel like wicker's operating under the assumption uh-huh. you guys are staying yeah oh um, bless, bless but this you your your farms because he like gestures over his shoulder uh-huh. back outside to the farms that are across the river he's like we're they're never gonna work out we're a man is like yeah <laughs> Against the side of the hard soil. Cold. It's like, it's soil. This is the gift of the serpent. Hmm. He made these for us. Thorn, you magnificent bastard, you did it! <laughs> these are yours now. The water's warm. It's how we constantly have fresh water, even in the winter. So it's it's how they live. Mm-hmm. Um, and like very clearly it's like Thorne's initial plan when he pitched coming here, when he was just like, we'll just get them in carts and move them. Like, yeah. uh-huh. his plan was like, okay, we're going to get there, there'll be the keep, and there'll be these caves, yeah. and that'll be enough to get them through the winter, and then they can rebuild slowly. Like, right. uh-huh. Thorne thought that all the villagers were going to live inside the cave. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was going to teach Edney how to open the door. And I see. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but now you also that. have the outside part. Yeah. You're like three or four steps ahead. Right. Which is great. Wow. So, like, this is, it's fully functioning. Um, I have a question for the, as a GM to, to Will. Um, Duncan took a cut of the sapling, uh, of the, of the lone tree, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to plant it in here? Hmm. Warm, fresh water? Is there enough room for... And Probably. is there just one cave? Is it is it a big open? It's, it's just a hollow mountain. Oh, like the, the whole mountain. The whole is mountain. Yeah, it's oh. massive, and it's like a, this is like a fourteen thousand foot mountain. Like oh, okay. And it's like it's a it's like the Rocky Mountains. Like it's wide, like wow. huge base. Like this so is like fields and fields it, and fields. It's bigger than oh, standing yeah. in any church. It's bigger, it's bigger than standing than, in any temple. Yeah. Just yeah. like you can look you can up. Look to up, the... and there's almost like a second sun because of the crystal and the way it refracts. Wow. Um. So yeah, there's enough there's enough room for the full grown lone tree to to have been in here yeah. and still have been dwarfed. Of course, I mean, why I not? The tree. Yeah. I think though, um, I want the town to see it. Okay. Happen. I want all the villagers to be there when I replant the yeah, tree. I like that. I love that scene. Do you want to like? Are you gonna wait until you know if you can stay for real? 
I think we should. Okay. Yeah. But you like this idea. But you're like talking uh-huh. out loud about yeah. it. And, and I, I think, think as I'm thinking about it, I'm touching my Ismal amulet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Wicker's about that idea. He thinks it's a good one. Um. Uh, do you guys want? Do you guys have any other scenes? Because I could keep going. To be fair. No, I don't have anything in particular. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'd like to know where everybody's living. Hmm. Um. Specifically. Um, I think Wicker and Egwene are trying to push Duncan to not live in his mom's house. And to live in <laughs> I, I was literally about yeah. to say, I'm living with my mother. <laughs> I, was literally about, <laughs> I was about to say, I've been living with my mother. <laughs> and uh, when everything sort of like reappeared and got shuffled and dropped, my bed was broken, so I sleep on the couch <laughs> in, in the living room of my mom's house. I think I think Wicker and Egwene are like, Wicker likes like, the chieftess is supposed to sleep in the keep to exact a certain amount of respect and power, along with her, in this case, his advisors, um, are also supposed to stay there as well. We'll have to empty out your cellar, but... Mm. Put that back to rights, but... Oh, wait, you mean where we put the barrels? Yes. All the booze? That's, Was that uh, not supposed... That's an inner sanctum. It was sacrilegious. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I guess I am Chief Des. So, uh, well, can my mom come live in the keep with me? She can. I probably asked my mom, and she doesn't want to. No, probably not. <laughs> she, she's probably actually. She's like, dear, I've kind of, I've got my own thing going on. I mean, I, I'm very proud of you. I'm I love very you. Proud of you, but. I think these are things that a man should do on his own. Yeah. I think Egwene was technically still living with her parents, so I think mm. she moves into the keep, uh-huh. too. Ugh, with Ambert? No, Ambert has his own home. <gasps> they're they're engaged. Are they're, they separate? <gasps> they are separate. They're not, like, estranged. They're still oh, very clearly together, okay, but, like, yeah. they are... They don't live together. Mm-hmm. Um, they're engaged, but not that step of their relationship. Um, <laughs> Wicker stays in the in the keep. I don't know where else he would stay. Yeah. Um, what about Etni? I'm not sure if Etni is. She doesn't have to... Where do you... Where does Etni feel comfortable and safe? Like, I'm almost asking in, like, a Dragon Age or, like, mm-hmm. a Mass Effect sense of, like, right. if I was the main character wandering around, where would I find Etni? Like, where does she hang out right. to be talked to? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm walking around the yeah. village in Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Etni lives at the Little Leaves Troop 130 bunkhouse. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like she would live somewhere kind of out of the way. You are welcome to stay in the inside the mountain. Yeah, I was I was going to say do you live in the cave? It's not a that's not a holy place. That is a I think there are even the occasional like even in their like completely broken down um but restorable like yurt or tent in sure. there. Like I think there were some orcs who live inside these mountains and mm-hmm. that's their thing. Hmm. So I think you could go yeah. Be there for now. I feel like before that I lived in Duncan's mom's, like, attic. Right, right. Like, <laughs> you guys needed to get out of her house. Yeah, everybody did. <laughs> um, I like that. I like... She I, probably thanks Wicker that yeah. <laughs> he convinced us to leave. Yes. <laughs> I like the image of your mom and Wicker talking. Uh-huh. Because he's, like, six, five, six, eight. Wicker mm-hmm. is? Stooped. Like, he's an old, old man. He's, like, 65, which is, yeah, like... Yeah near the end of the life of an orc. Right. Um, so he's, like, grizzled, and, like, he's stooping, and uh-huh. he's still taller than most of my, my mom is a small, plump yeah. woman. 
Um, She's like up to his elbow. Yeah. Um. I think. I think it's a. It takes about a week before, um, Wicker comes to to Duncan and is and says, um, I've put together all of the necessary components, save one to reforge your sword. Would you like to assist me? Would you like to be there? Of course. Um, Etni, do you want to be there? I think you're I welcome. Do. Okay. I do. Um, I need one thing. I need a hilt. Mm. Something bone, wood. Um, the hilt for, um... For your new sword. <clears throat> and the existing hilt won't do. No. Okay. Do you have any... I feel like in my meandering around the cave, I've come across just, like, ores and, like, things like that. Mm-hmm. And with my, like, hands-on stuff, I can make you something cool. Do you have any requests? Oh, I don't know. Whatever. I mean, whatever would probably... I mean, you could... Like, you could take maybe, like, part of the beam of, of like, your childhood home, or... Ah, mm-hmm. uh, um, I see. Yeah, I don't think it can be metal. I think it needs to be a non-metallic substance. It can't be metal. I think specifically he's like, it won't work. Okay. Like, he's like, the magic will backfire if Mm. it's not. Okay. Yeah. Let me think of all the places I've been. I've done this, I've done that. Oh, wow, that was fun. I can't remember that one. (laughs) Um, I won't think of all my measly possessions. I think I do take something from my childhood home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I also take part of my loot that was given Ooh, to me. Ooh, that's really good. That's fun. Um, when I was in Lady Lashana's yeah. raving, roving minstrels. And I can repair it later so the With, loot like, still yeah, works. Yeah. But, but I want to take part of the original loot and turn that into part of the... And I think he asks for Etni's help doing handcrafted to yeah. make a proper help. Um, and then he takes you guys up the mountain. Um, up oh. to... Uh, the grave. Oh. Um, and he gestures to Etni, sit, please. Yes. Um, and then he draws the sword, um, and, like, he's still an orc. He just breaks the hilt off and, Love like, it. throws it off uh, wh- the mountain. What? Not the, not the new oh. one. Not the new one. <laughs> off, the, off, oh. off John Bellin's sword. Yeah. And he just holds the metal. Uh-huh. Um, and he um, places it in your hands, and then he puts a mold underneath it. Says, melt this, please. And he like gets up, cracks her knuckles. She's like, I've been holding back on all my fire magic because I've been trying to be respectful. So I'm so excited. <laughs> Could you roll a Zuko style for me? Sure, fuck yeah. <laughs> do, do I aid at all on something like that? I think like this? you do. Okay. How do you? I how just... are you aiding? I'm really. And what's your bond with Etni? Winston, so nothing. Um, my bond with Etni is the bond that I had with Etni and Thorn. It mm-hmm. was mutual between them. And it was, I never asked my friends to fight for me, yet here they are. All right. Etni's very far from home. She's mm-hmm. helping create a sword for me. Yeah. Um, so it means a lot that she's there. Um, so I don't know what sort of... So you roll 2d6 and you add the number of bonds you have with Etni. Oh. oh. Roll plus and one. if you get a 7 to 9... She gets a plus one. Okay. And you are culpable. On a ten plus, you're not culpable. You just help. 
five plus. Do I? So oh, six. Plus one. That's a six. Ooh. Oof. Oh, we're not doing well on the eighty. <laughs> Yay, mark XP. Yay. Okay. So I'm rolling plus wisdom, which is not a six. Okay. I think this is just going to hurt. Hurt me? I think it's going to hurt both of you, and you'll see, I'll, I'll narrate the whole thing, and you're both just straight up, that'll be seven damage that ignores armor. Okay. okay. So when you'll know when it hits, so right. just mm-hmm. hang tight. So, Annie, you melt the blade right. into, like, this molten metal, and it falls into the, into the, um, into the mold, mm-hmm. um, and the whole time, uh, Wicker is chanting and, like, tapping his staff against the crystal, and so it, like, ends up, like, smooth, like, mm-hmm. um, and it starts cooling rapidly, mm-hmm. and it starts looking like Damascus steel, have you ever seen that? The ripple With the ripples stuff? in it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it starts looking like that, um, and then he, like, with, like, a gesture of, like, fingers, like, flicking upward, it, like, floats out of the mold. Okay. Um, and into the, the hilt that you guys made. Okay. Um, connecting. And he says something in Orcish mm-hmm. that will, just for the audience, translates to get the fuck back, basically. Mm-hmm. You guys don't speak Orcish. He's not thinking. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> uh, he's concentrating on the magic yeah, so he yeah. doesn't think, oh, right, these these humans do Common not... Common tongue. Whoops. Com- uh, yeah. Oops. <laughs> um, he grabs the sword and he slams it into Thorn's grave. Whoa, and what? A giant thunderous bolt of purple lightning Whoa. and you both Whoa. are thrown backwards oh, onto no. the uh, onto the path and that's where you take the damage. Ow. Um and then like nothing had happened, like he didn't crack the crystal, the sword didn't break, he just draws it out of the ground, leaving no mark there. Sure. Um and then hands it to Duncan. Whoa. Um Hey Duncan, let me know when you hit half hit points some point in the future and then i'll take that seven uh no 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 you took take the seven now but just let me know when when half your when you're at half hit points okay uh because that's when the swords enchantment will kick in oh neat okay hey i will do that (laughs) thank you wicker Um, I clap on the back. I'm like, whoa. I think he stumbles a little whoa. bit, like, because you forget he's like an old, okay. fragile man. <laughs> um, what does the rest of the couple weeks look like before the orcs get back? I feel like it's a lot of... Um, I feel like Etni is trying to get to know wicker a little bit Mm -hmm. trying to learn from him yeah like she she's always gotten closer to women more quickly um Mm. and especially older men she's never been very comfortable no ever so but with wicker she's like hmm i feel comfortable around you for some reason yeah i think um i think you might catch him one night um Hmm. Reading a very dense-looking uh, book of magical theory and smoking a pipe. Tight. <laughs> like, I think you can see him doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way he holds the pipe in the book feels familiar. So, yeah, he's there. And I think he puts the book down when you approach him. Mm-hmm. And, like, pats the ground for you to sit next to him. Mm-hmm. Which one is that? Oh... 
that's uh, you know what? it's not a theory book it's it's their holy book oh I think he's like it's the serpent's wisdom oh did you did Thorn not show you you know if I'm if I'm being honest he he always got kind of sad when I asked him about any of that not surprising it's my fault you know no what do you mean I told him he could be a ritualist told him he really could be one of us and that just wasn't true (laughs) not in the end if I'd been more honest with him maybe he would have found a real place with us and he would have stayed and kept his faith to the end. We're not like your southern mages. We don't split up magic from faith. It is different. Thank you. I don't know how many other orcs will say that, but to be fair, there aren't that many of us left who remember when this place was last full of life. It's good. Thank you for bringing them here. He wanted them here. I I just believed in him, so I followed. By the by, is chiefess actually the proper word? I don't know, exactly. <laughs> Amongst humans, you mean? Uh, yes, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, it's not unheard of, and frankly, I think that Duncan is leaning into it more every day. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like he will need more help as time goes on to keep leaning in. What is a word that will command the respect of his people? Well, it's Lord, but I'm not sure. Lord sell me. Lord sell me. I'm I'm not sure that he'll take it. (sighs) That's funny. Sometimes it's not about him. Good leaders are not in it for themselves. They often don't get a choice in what they are called or often how their days go. It's about the people under them. I am tired of trying to teach Meridian that. Maybe... Maybe a lord is better than a chiefess. I think he pats your shoulder. Mm -hmm. If you're interested, and he hands you the book... Mm-hmm. And as he walks away, I mean, maybe you open it. It's mm-hmm. an orcish. Right. <laughs> uh, Waker, I'm, I'm only casually fluent in your runes. Mm. They're not our runes. Oh. They're the serpent's runes. Oh, yes. They They're are. everyone's yes. runes. Then I should learn eventually, yes. They actually hold a lot of similarity to the runes and language of the salamanders. Like, the dialect oh, is really 
similar actually like okay. there's something really root about it mm-hmm. like i think the way the languages work is like you're like you as you see it like the orcs hold on to some old traditions mm-hmm. and so did the salamanders mm-hmm. and um you can see that everybody else's languages have grown out of this and they've sure. stayed closer to whatever sort of root something something is going on there like maybe like a symbol is just like flipped in a way yeah but i know yeah, what yeah. it means and then yeah I and it, like, i'm like oh Oh, it's flipped, so that means the inverse, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, there's some slight language mm-hmm. differences. Cool. Anything you want? Uh, um, Will, Duncan? I think... Lord, just... tell me. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> Who tell... Does Etni tell me about the name change? No, I think... Maybe. I think Wick... Like, over the next couple days, Wicker just starts casually saying it. My Lord, and... Uh, yeah, and yeah. then Egwene picks up on it, oh. and then it's... It's starting to trickle out through the community. Oh. They're not... They didn't ask your permission to do this. Right. They are doing it because they think the people need to see you in a respectful uh-huh. way. Mm-hmm. If you want to confront them about it, feel free. So I'll just be walking down the street and now people will say, my lord, when yes. they see me. Nod their head. As I yeah. walk by. <laughs> I think at first I'm, I laugh nervously. When <laughs> I'm always like, you know... You know, I like I go. In, I'm in like a market square when people have started to like sell things again and yeah. you know, are trying to trade and barter. And I like I'm getting myself a new shirt. And then the person's like, "This will look great on you, my lord." And I was yeah. like, "I was like, you don't have to." That's not necessary. Um, but in the week that's left, I think um, I start to train some of the. Um, fighting men and women. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, just like how to hold a sword, proper stance. Yeah. You know, we should never need it, but you never know. Yeah. So I I run some training exercises like once a day mm-hmm. on some people. Um, I want to ask Wicker if it's all right if I build a shrine, a modest shrine to my gods, a place where I can pray. Was there not a shrine in Lone Tree? Um, there was a small uh, shrine to Ismal. Um, I think he's just, he's like, I'll move it. I'll put it in. Okay. And I think the next day you go down and he's performed like a teleporting ritual that's moved the it from wherever it was out in the in the elements mm-hmm. to st- sit next to the serpent. Okay. In that room. Neat. Uh-huh. I, I think it becomes really clear that Wicker was like in some way ready for this. Like not consciously, but uh-huh. he raised an elf and he mm-hmm. was he's ready for blended culture. Like oh, yeah. mentally yeah, yeah, yeah. like He's like, oh yeah, this is yes. That we are like, uh-huh. we are all one beat, one of one origin. This is gotcha, good. Gotcha, this gotcha. is a good thing. Um, Sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think the whole keep is starting to feel a little cozier. Yeah, and but also like I, I think some people still stay there, but fewer and fewer every day. As more I and think, more people go out back to their homes. As yeah. Etni and and Wicker make each home work one mm-hmm. at a time. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and so. Yeah, I um, like those. I like those images. So after those couple of weeks, um, I think uh, just Meridian and Pond return. No, no honor guard even this time. Interesting. Okay. Um, who greets them? Is it one of you, or does Egwene catch them? I think it should be us, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel um, like it, in a way, even though Wicker axes are ritualist and we're not fully staying, it's almost as if I'm Chief Des and you're ritualist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost, yeah. Sort of, is how it's shaken out. I don't out. think I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, yeah, you guys, you guys meet them and mm-hmm. like, Meridian has like a really solemn look on her face. 
And then Pond just like, you can stay. Like, <laughs> uh... <laughs> and she like looks at him like, this is a, this is a momentous. <sighs> Immediately smash cut yeah. to a party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. No, but like, this is momentous. Like, I think there is a moment at some point during like a, a feast that night mm-hmm. where it becomes clear that this is the first time, like, like there were orc kin before. Yeah. But also like, I think there's like an orcish document that's been put up in, um, orcish and, uh, the trader's tongue that is, uh, that basically reads like, yeah, you're all honorary orc kin now. We're not going to go through the scarring Whoa. process or anything like, cause the, you guys probably don't want that. Uh-huh. And like, but like, that's how they figured, that's how they argued yeah, it yeah. out is that Pond was like, just make them orc kin. Like our orc kin died for them. Right. That is how, like, that's yeah. right. Like. Can I? If, if we were willing to die for Thorn, and Thorn was yeah. willing to die for them, like that's like the legal argument he made. So uh-huh. like, you're all technically that now. That's that's the legal loophole you guys. I'm did. adding that to my titles, <laughs> honorary orckkin. Um, there are a couple of additional yes. requirements, though. Um, Can I also? Oh no, I'll let you do the requirements okay. first. Um, they have allowed you to stay permanently, um, and you're welcome to the into the community. A uh, wicker has to remain permanently. Um, and he is, and when he passes or retires again, um, you must have an orc successor. Like someone has to be here to maintain the land as traditional. Uh Like, um, they're open to changes, um, but only at their ritualist's discretion. Sure. Um, the additional thing is, um, your leader, um, has to participate in village meetings like a regular chiefess does. Mm. Um, so... Duncan, you would be expected to go to, like, yearly meetings. Like, if someone else somehow teleported in, uh-huh. you would get called up to make that to come to Bane. Uh, okay. And the last thing is, if any orcs who used to live here, um, before the dragon attack, mm-hmm. wish to return, um, you are A, to hold space for them, and welcome them into the community, and they get that no arguments. Like... Alright. Um, and maybe even just, like, Maybe I, maybe it's more accurate that it's just like if orcs want to live here, they're allowed. Like you don't get to turn them away. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's 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 the agreement. What were, what were you gonna say? Well, there's that whole ritual scarring process that Thorn had. Yeah. Um, can I ask to have like a token scar given to me somewhere? Not like the full body scarring that Thorn received, but like one on a cheek or an arm or something. Because I, I feel like incomplete if they'd given us this great honor. Um, I wouldn't carry it somewhere. Hmm. Oh, Meridian's willing to do that. Okay. She's like, take your shirt off. Does anyone have a... She's like looking around. She's like, she and, and Pond didn't bring a bone. She's like, I wish we had one of our knives. Um, uh, Meridian? If it doesn't make you feel weird. This is the best way. And she smiles at you for the first time. Like, huh, actually cool. smiles at you, takes Thorn's knife, um, and she says, was it on his left side or the right side where the hammer fell? I think it was his left. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And so she puts the knife on your left shoulder and, like, gently cuts deep, mm-hmm. um, and she, like, puts the knife away and she's like, let it bleed on its own. I know you can heal. Yeah. Don't. No magic on this one. No. Um, 
So I think that that's it's another really good festival. I think for the first time in these two weeks, you guys might actually have like a semblance of like calm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no funeral to have. There's no there's no more threat hanging over your head of maybe we have to leave again or defend the town from orcs. Like what do we like? There's going to be there's food and fresh water and heat. We have a guide through all of this. Like, do we I, do we plant the tree? And then I think yeah, oh we, that would be the perfect way to end like these how two we weeks. Yeah. yeah, is like the whole village is there, um, and Meridian and Pond stay for that. Do you want to say anything when you plant the? Um, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, it's such a huge area. Yeah, I think everyone just gathers. Um, and then we're all in almost like a big ring and I sort of walk to the center and I kneel down um, and I offer a prayer to Ismal because he's a god of nature Yeah. and I sort of just clear a little spot and I plant right in the exact center nice. looking up through to the crystal spire at the top and I just plant the cutting water it a little bit I think it visibly grows for a second there yeah yeah um, and I think we could, like, cut there for a while.